This is the 4J Super Insights Podcast, featuring conversation with Eugene School District 4J Superintendent, Dr. Andy Dye. Hello, I'm Eugene School District 4J Superintendent, Andy Dye, and welcome to the Super Insights Podcast. Today, we have Dr. Talatu Maiga. And Talatu, I'm looking forward to you uh, explaining to our listening audience what you're doing here in the district and what you've been doing for the last several years. But in short, you are the new director of the Ombuds Office here in Eugene School District 4J. Maybe you could spend a little time telling us uh, a little bit about you and your background and what an Ombuds does. Thank you, Dr. Dai. It is my pleasure to be speaking with the listeners about what my position is and, I, and what I will be doing with 4J. My name is Talatu Maiga, as you said, originally from Mali, uh, that's in West Africa. I've been around in the U.S. for the last 20 years or so. Uh, so coming straight up to Eugene from Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, from a higher ed campus. Now, what an ambas does is that uh, conflict resolution. I want the listeners to just come with one word out of the word ombuds, conflict resolution, informal conflict resolution. And that's mostly what I will be doing with 4J. Ombuds is, like I said, conflict resolution, but it is going to be like an independent, confidential, and neutral way of resolving conflicts, which would be any issues or any concerns that any person from our constituency here in 4J, would want to approach us about, we will be open to discussing it and discussing options for resolution informally and then go move forward with that. How would you describe the difference between what you're going to be doing and what you have been doing with maybe what's more familiar to some as a formal complaint process? What would you describe as the difference between the two? So, so uh, what, let's say, yes, that's, uh, I appreciate the question. So let's say, for example, an issue, and I can think of any, let's think, I, I invite the listeners to think about any issue that might come up in a school environment, for example. Uh, let's say something like, yeah, uh, a, a student's family, for example, just thinking that, a teacher is not working enough well with the student. And I'm not going to go into any kind of specific, but it's just like if it's an issue or a concern for a constituent within our 4J district, that means it is something that they can approach the ombuds office about. Now, where the informal resolution comes in, Dr. Dai, to your question, is that uh, when the constituents talk to us, in, uh, to me in the ombuds office, I look at what has happened and also discuss with the person in a confidential way and independently from the district, from 4J, what are the options to resolve the issue. And options could be, just to give an example, like things like uh, reaching out to the school, re talking to the teacher and seeing what has happened. What else does the other party who brings in the issue probably can do or needs to do and what can the teacher or should the teacher do or the school administration do in order to resolve the issue rather than having that issue pile up or stay around which might bring the uh, the constituent meaning in this case the the student's family to go into any form of legal action or whatnot just to give the the the, the, the listeners an idea so the formal resolution the formal way would be going into a legal system. 
the informal way would be for us in the Ambers office trying to look at any kind of option that might be appropriate in order to resolve the issue at a, form, in a very informal level. And if somebody comes to you and starts to describe a situation that they've been in, and it is something that rises to a level of a formal complaint, or it's a policy violation, or a violation of some type of law, how do you handle that? Great question, Dr. Dai. So if somebody comes to me with a, a situation that is uh, a, a violation of a policy, at that level, that's where I will refer the person. After listening to the person, there is always this listening part. As well, as long as the person, the party that comes to me is willing to discuss the issue with me, there is always the listening part to it, the confidential part of that listening part. And then if it's a, if it's a, a violation of a policy, that's where a referral will be made to the administrative processes, which are already in place to take care of those kind of formal issues. And your services are open to students, to families, to staff. That's correct, yes? Absolutely, that is correct, yeah. So uh, our services, the Ambers services are open to the entire constituency of our school district. Families, students, faculty, and the administration, everybody from our constituency, yes. So you were a high school teacher in Mali. And you've worked as an ombuds at the um, post-secondary level for six or seven years at the very least. Uh, what brought you to Eugene School District 4J? Excellent. Yes, Dr. Dai, I was a high school teacher in Mali in a city called Timbuktu, which is my home city, Timbuktu in northern Mali. I taught there for about seven years that I came to the U.S. on a Fulbright scholarship and then uh, ended up finding myself uh, to finish. I, the Fulbright scholarship was to finish my master's and then completed my Ph.D. And then found that's how I found myself in higher ed. In the meantime, I have done the, the ombuds studying, mediation and all those. So that's how I found myself at Utah Valley University, as you mentioned, from where I left to come here. But I had been there for six and uh, six plus years. You've only been here since the first of the month, which means you're a newcomer. What are your first impressions of Eugene? Very green city, very beautiful. <laughs> and right now, I've uh, so this has been my first full day of school visits. I've been around schools, and this has been under the rain. Uh, I've had a colleague who was with me. So, yes, really beautiful city, and I look forward to uh, our excellent work together with 4J because I believe that... There is no issue, no type of conflict, no type of misunderstanding that cannot be resolved if people are willing to sit. And by people, I mean parties, constituents are willing to sit and discuss the issue in a, in, in, in a full faith or open faith manner. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. How do folks contact you? If somebody's got something and they want to be the first in line to have a conversation with a district ombuds, how do they get in touch with you? I, wel I welcome that, Dr. Dai. I welcome to uh, my first constituents to contact me. So uh, I, uh, my, my email address, the ombuds email address will be available on our school 4J, uh, our district 4J web website. My phone number will also be there so I can be contacted by email, by, by, by phone, and also, as well as just drop-ins, and then the office contact 
will also be on the website. You mentioned the word confidential a number of times. Uh, that's really important. What assurances can you give folks that are thinking either now or in the future about reaching out to you that what does it mean when you say what you say to me will be confidential? When I say confidential, I really mean confidential. There are three main principles, including the confidentiality, which are key principles of the IOA. The IOA stands for, the, it's an acronym, IOA, that stands for the International Ombuds Association. It's international, but it's mostly U.S. U.S. Uh, housed and also our last conference was in Seattle, Washington. So why am I saying this? These are key and core principles, if I may say so. And uh, it's, when I say confident, it really is confident. It means that if a visitor, and let me say when a visitor, not if, when a visitor comes and discuss any concerns with me, with the ombuds, that conversation is confidential in the sense that it is privileged. It is privileged, meaning that I am not going to, under no circumstances, share it with anybody. It cannot be used in any form of formal proceeding, whatever, even if the issue were to go to that part. So the confidential part is really there. And it means also that I am going to be the person who's going to listen to the person, to the constituents, understand, hear the concern, ask questions, but everything we say will be in the limit within the framework of that confidentiality. I'm going to venture a guess to say that independence is another one of those core principles. People might be thinking, well, wait a minute, you're an employee of the district. Somebody can just direct you to give them information. What do you mean when, when you talk about the independence? Absolutely, Dr. Da, yeah. And, and this, this is really a question that I, I, I wanted to, to have, and I'm glad you're asking you. So what I mean by independent is that the ombuds office is going to be independent from the district in terms of, even though my email will, will be a district email, my office will be a, a, a district-provided office, it is going to be independent in the sense that I want, the, the district is not going to be deciding for how the issue is resolved. The resolution, the listening to the issue, the confidentiality, and the resolution of the issue comes directly from me as the ombuds. That's, that's the independent. And the district is not going to be an administrative decision made through the district through the ombuds office. That's what I mean by independent. And it's common practice for every year there to be some type of annual report, trends in the conflicts that have arisen, and that gets presented publicly into the board and to the superintendent, yeah? Absolutely, yes, absolutely. So the, at the end of every year, the ombuds office will have a report, an annual report, as you said, Dr. Dai, and that will be reported to the superintendent and, and to, the, to the board. That's where the trends, the issues that have been discussed, what categories they are under, and then the trends. But in that report also, I, I appreciate you asking this question because in that report, that report also will be done in a way that will be non-disclosing of any information about the, the visitors, people who discuss issues, and there will not even be specifics any specifics at all about the issue that has been discussed so that nothing in the report will actually be able to use to identify anyone at all. Mm. So yes, there will be a, an annual report, yeah, to the superintendent and the board. 
Well, given that uh, we have a brand new ombuds office and you've only been here for five or six days, I know you have a lot of work to do, so we'll let you get at it. But I wanted to thank you for coming today and sharing with, with me and with everybody what the future holds in terms of conflict resolution in our school district. Thank you, Dr. Dai. And I look forward to uh, receiving the visit of our constituents and resolving the issues. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks again and welcome to Eugene. Everybody, take care of yourselves and come back for the next episode of Super Insights Podcast.